From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 6th of March, 2019. Recovery efforts continue in tornado-ravaged southeast Alabama. 23 people, including three children, died in storms that cut through Lee County, Alabama on Sunday evening. Almost 50 more were injured and numerous homes and businesses were damaged or reduced to rubble as one Baptist church during their service sheltered inside singing hymns and songs together while the storm ripped the building apart. The National Weather Service in Birmingham confirmed Monday that six tornadoes ripped through the state. CNN reports that the first tornado warning for Lee County was issued at 2.58 p.m. Eastern Time, and the first reports of damage came just five minutes later. The 23 deaths marked the deadliest day for tornadoes in Alabama since the Tuscaloosa-Birmingham tornado that killed more than 200 people in 2011. As the first major tornado of the year in the U.S., the storm season is already looking to be more violent than the relative calm of last year. Amazon plans to open dozens of grocery stores in several major U.S. cities, with the first location in Los Angeles likely to open its doors by the end of the year. This according to a Friday report from the Wall Street Journal. Amazon is also in talks to open locations in shopping centers in San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and Philadelphia. The LA Times reports that the Seattle-based company, which has been experimenting with online delivery of groceries for more than a decade, got into to bricks-and-mortar food retail with its 2017 purchase of Whole Foods. Amazon has also expanded Amazon Go, its cashierless convenience store concept, with a total now of 10 stores. People familiar with the matter said last year that the company planned to open as many as 3,000 of the convenience stores, including up to 50 in 2019. This report coming on the heels of news that Whole Foods will phase out its smaller, low-cost 365 stores. The signage on these locations will be replaced with regular Whole Foods market signage. No word officially from Amazon at this time on how the stores in LA and other slitted cities would be branded or the business model that Amazon would use. The Fugitive A QM production Starring David Jansen as Dr. Richard Kimball, an innocent victim of blind justice, falsely convicted for the murder of his wife, reprieved by fate when a train wreck freed him en route to the death house, freed him to hide in lonely desperation, to change his identity, to toil at many jobs, freed him to search for a one-armed man he saw leave the scene of the crime, freed him to run before the relentless pursuit of the police lieutenant obsessed with his capture.
From 1963 to 1967, mystery and suspense dominated many homes across the United States following the every move of Dr. Richard Kimball. The Fugitive was the story of a physician who, after being wrongfully convicted of his wife's murder and sentenced to receive the death penalty, escaped when the train carrying him to his final destination derailed. Once free, Dr. Kimball, played by David Jansen, began a cross-country search for the real killer, the one-armed man that Dr. Kimball saw fleeing the scene of the crime. At the same time, Dr. Kimball was hounded by the authorities, most notably by Police Lieutenant Philip Gerard, played by Barry Morse. In each episode, Kimball moved from town to town, always trying to remain unobtrusive and unnoticed, as he evaded capture and hoped to find the one-armed man. He adopted many low-profile aliases, did odd jobs, and often chose to put his anonymity at risk by aiding someone in need. Often, characters throughout the series discovered Kimball's true identity and used it to manipulate him under the threat of turning him into the police. But justice seemed to prevail in each subplot, as Dr. Kimball always succeeded in demonstrating his goodness and his innocence. Most episodes also contained a clue to the larger picture as well, the search for the real criminal, the murderer of the doctor's wife, distinguished only by the fact that he had only one arm. The Fugitive aired for four seasons and a total of 120 episodes were produced. The story was revived in 1993 when a feature film of the same name was released based on the same storyline starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. The story itself is a popular plot, an innocent man on the run for a murder he did not commit while simultaneously pursuing the real killer. The main storyline of The Fugitive has also been done famously in the Alfred Hitchcock movies The 39 Steps, Saboteur, and North by Northwest. But a long-running TV series of this nature was something new and in 1967, as the series wound down, apprehension for the long-awaited conclusion rose to a fever pitch. Part 2 of the TV series finale, in which all was revealed, was the most watched television series episode up to that time, and over 78 million people tuned in to The Fugitive on the last evening that it aired. The Protestant Reformation was ignited 500 years ago by Martin Luther when he posted his 95 Theses on a church door in Wittenberg, Germany. One of the foundational views to come out of the Reformation was the Five Solas, Latin for alone, standing for five key biblical points. Sola Scriptura, Scripture alone. Sola Fides, Faith alone. Sola Gratia, Grace alone. Solus Christus, Christ alone, and soli Deo Gloria, glory to God alone. We've discussed the vital importance of scripture alone and faith alone, and today we're focusing on grace alone, sola gratia. Ephesians 2 is one of the key scriptures for this understanding of grace. Paul writes, For by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. God saves by grace alone, contrary to legalistic teachings trying to convince that there is some sort of dual task that has to come together to enable salvation, grace is the sole factor in the salvation of believers. 
There is nothing else. It's not of ourselves. We are assured of that when we see what God's grace provides, which we simply cannot provide for ourselves. Grace alone provides peace. We are no longer at war with God in our sins. We're not at odds with him anymore. That is true peace. Grace alone also provides security. Grace comes from God, and he is completely trustworthy. He is security. Security such that we never need fear of his salvation's retraction or its insufficiency. It is perfect grace. Grace alone also provides hope. We have an amazing hope in the knowledge that, despite temporary trials and hard times, we will spend our eternity with God because of this grace that He has given us. And grace alone provides reconciliation. Reconciliation from the penalty for our sins. We are born in sin. We are completely totally worthy of nothing more than utter punishment forever for our sins against the perfect God. And yet, we have been reconciled with him. He has paid the debt and forgiven us for our utter disloyalty and traitorism towards him. Instead of destroying us instantly, he instead took on our sin. He died for them. Loving us, he conquered death by rising from the dead, and he put his righteousness on us as a covering for our shameful ways. And the proof is in the cross. There was nothing that we did. There is nothing that we can do. In fact, it's a grave error to think that there is anything that we can do in order to obtain the salvation. There is no amount of charity or good deeds or service, penitence, indulgences, nothing that can be done on our part to save us. Trust in Christ alone. His grace alone saves us. And Martin Luther discovered that along with the other solas when studying God's word, and his actions helped change the world. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.